stand together this morning. this morning is to let the Lord have his way in the service today. Looks like something special is going on today. I don't know what it is. Oh, it's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers this morning. God bless each and every one of you. We love you. We're thankful for you today. We have a few written requests. Sister Samantha uh, and Sister Debbie, I haven't heard an update on them, but we want to uh, continue to remember them in our prayers that the Lord will just touch them in their bodies. Also, uh, Sister Rachel Moat is uh, having a lot of pain from an injury to her back, so we remember Sister Rachel this morning. Uh, also, just remember my dad this morning. He, he fell. It's been about a week or two ago, but it's been giving him a lot of problems in his legs. He can't uh, keep his balance very well. and uh, He's uh, had some sores break out. And he just, he's had a lot of problems with his legs, so just remember him. And the doctors say that... Uh, He's still having a little bit of problem with his heart and might need a, a pacemaker, so just pray God's will be done for him this morning. Also, remember just all the Christians and, and Jews all over the world that are uh, per persecuted in this hour. And just uh, It's going to be that way. The prophet said it would. I heard him just the other day. He said, we'll be hunted down like dogs and killed for the testimony of God. I said, that's all right, Lord, if for you. But anyway, this morning, uh, if you have something on your heart, just make it known by an uplifted hand. God sees our needs this morning, knows what we have need of, does not concern with us. Amen. You love him this morning. Man, how many's got the best mother in the house? Come on, I should have said yes. I got the best mama. That's such a good thing on Mother's Day to represent and honor our mothers and appreciate every one of you so much. So. Amen. I looked back there at Parker this morning, and he is so happy. I thought, boy, if everybody in the church could get influenced by Parker, we'd have a service this morning. He was just had his hands up, smiling, just thanking God. Amen. So let's just let's just represent. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Lift your hands up, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. Lord, we love you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we're so thankful this morning, Lord. And give us a day, Lord, a beautiful day outside, Lord. That 
we could come in and we could celebrate you, Lord. Lord, in celebrating you this morning, Lord, we also celebrate our mothers, Lord, what they mean to us in our lives, Lord, and how much we love them and how much we appreciate them. Lord, to have a true mother, Lord, that loves you, Lord, to shine into our lives. Lord, we wouldn't be where we are without them, Lord. Lord, we ask you to touch them in a special way today, Lord, as we honor them, Lord. And Lord, as we honor you, Lord, we invite you in our presence. Lord, you see every need that was spoken, Lord. You see sicknesses in the families, Lord. You see sickness in the church, Lord. You see pain. You see suffering. Lord, you see, Lord, the enemy trying to attack in every direction. But, Lord, we see you raising a standard up, Lord. Lord, you come against this, Lord, and we stand this morning lifting our hands to you, Lord, lifting our prayer to you, lifting our our desires, Lord, our issues, our sicknesses. We lay them all at your feet. Lord, we ask you to bless them, Lord. Touch each and every one of them, Lord. Touch this service as we enter into it, Lord. Touch each one that are standing, each one that are... Lord, here live streaming, Lord, that Lord, they could hear from the mouthpiece of, of Brother Mark or Brother Joseph, or Lord, as the word and the songs would go forth to encourage us. Lord, be with us this morning. Touch every aspect. Lord, let us hear from you. In your lovely name we pray. Amen. Amen.
Are you ready for service this morning? Would you come ready to worship? Amen. God bless you. When I'm in need, I call on the Lord, and He hears me, yes, He helps me, He is faithful and true, He won't forget His own, no, He won't forget His own, my companion, my best friend, the only true God, there's no one greater wonderful Savior, Jesus, the Lion of Judah. Oh, our God is tremendous. His strength never faileth. He goes through the fire just to save a sinner. He is almighty. He sends his angels to guide me. Our God cannot handle, our God in simplicity revealed in you and me, came down from his glory and gave us the victory, the greatest love story. When I'm in trouble, Jehovah Nissi, the great enforcer, God Almighty will fight your battle. Oh, he will stand for you. Your victory will come. Not the way you think it should. But my great Jehovah, he just loves a paradox. Just stay in your position and watch the miraculous come into action. Oh, our God is tremendous. His strength never faileth. He goes through the fire just to save. God cannot handle our God in simplicity revealed in you and me came down from his glory and gave us the victory the greatest of story the greatest love story And I've got so much to thank Him for, so much to praise Him for, you see. He has been so good to me, and when I think of what He's done, Brought me from I've got so much to 
glad that somebody prayed for you? Aren't you glad your mother prayed for you? Your pastor prayed for you? Your husband prays for you? Your children pray for you? Anybody that wants to pray for me, feel free anytime. Amen. I'm so glad you prayed. And I'm so thankful for the goodness. We haven't sung this in a while. Let's sing it this morning. The goodness of God. I love you, Lord. Can somebody say that? For your mercy never fails me all of my days. I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up till I lay my Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, because all of my life you have been faithful. And all of my life you have been so, so.
sing of the goodness of God. His goodness is running after us every day. We're so thankful. We'll let you have your seats. We'll have our ushers to come and receive the offering for the service this morning. Sister Shirley, I think, wrote uh, the Mother's Little Mother's Day poems. As many years gone by, only God wipes tears from our eyes. Helpless we felt, but remember, Jesus is always on time. Jesus is mine. Amen. Thank you, Sister Shirley, for that. Sister Parker seconded that this morning. Amen. She said, Happy Mother's Day, all you mothers. Amen. I think uh, Sister Wanda has got that special song she sings for us every Mother's Day. We're just looking forward to it today. No charge. Amen. Go ahead, Sister Wanda. boy came into the kitchen one evening while his mother was fixing supper and handed her a piece of paper he had been writing on and after wiping her hands on an apron she took it in her hands and read it and this is what it said for more in the yard five dollars and for making up my own bed this week, one dollar. For going to the store, 50 cents. And for playing with little brother while you went shopping, 25 cents. Taking out the trash, one dollar. And for getting a good report card, five dollars. For raking the yard, two dollars. Total old, fourteen seventy-five. Well, she looked at him standing there and expected, and a thousand memories flashed through her mind. So she picked up the pen and turned the paper over 
And this is what she wrote. reading the letter he had great big tears in his eyes he looked up at his mother he said mama I sure do love you then he took the pen and in great big letters he wrote paid in full thinking what if a mother got on a piece of paper and started writing all the things boy would we be in trouble this morning all she's done for us <laughs> it'd be so long mama thank you it's all I can say this morning thank you for putting up with me you know for all those years and I thought of this little course this morning I thought well this is first of all to our heavenly father but it could also be to our mothers this morning There is none like you. No one else can. 
do the things that you do. And I could search the whole world over, Lord, and find there is none like you. One more time, let's sing it. say amen. Brothers, amen. You heard that, didn't you, sisters? Amen. There's none like our mothers this morning. Amen. We don't forget our banquet's coming up. Uh, I think it's just like a couple weeks off. It's got here so swiftly. Be here the May the 26th through the 28th. We're looking forward to having Brother Joe Adams with us again and what the Lord has in store for us. But we're also looking forward to what the Lord has in store for us today. What he, uh, our pastor has got in store the Lord is giving for us today. Let's stand together, if you will, and we'll sing a course as we invite them to speak for us today. Feel my cup, Lord, I lift it.
bless you. What an honor to be in the house of the Lord this morning to worship Jesus Christ in spirit and in truth. And I want to say a happy Mother's Day to all you precious superhuman beings. <laughs> Hallelujah. Bionic uh, humans. So much is expected out of you. And we thank God for each and every one of you this morning. I woke up this morning thinking about my own godly mother and all the mothers in this church. I, I have so many mothers here, you know, and I, I try to listen, but sometimes, you know, I don't listen too well, but I pray for you. I do pray for you every day that God will help you to take care of all the men in our church and all the children. You have a great task upon you, so we thank God for each and every one of you. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. As the brothers come, oh, the roses look so beautiful. God bless you. We'll give you some here after the service. If the brethren will come, this is the tithe of first fruits you give to the Lord. Well, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Stayed on Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, and I'm singing and I'm praising with my mind. Stayed on Jesus, I'm singing and praying with my mind. living in this rat race of Laodicea, crazy world that's depleting us every day of our lives with all the garbage that's out there. But praise God, our minds are stayed on Jesus Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. Certainly appreciate all the songs and Sister Wonder, what a masterpiece again. All the things that our mom does for us. It wouldn't even be Mother's Day if Sister Wanda didn't sing that. Every time she does, it just jerk the tears right out of my head. It's a tear jerker, isn't it? But every bit of it is true. We wouldn't be here today if we didn't have wonderful, godly mothers. Appreciate all our musicians. Thank you so much. And I invite you to go with me to the book of Proverbs chapter 31. Let's remember the youth banquet coming up just today, again this morning, 
We got a good many more registration in. We're going to get our heads together again and try to. Lots coming up into not this week, but the following week in preparation for the banquet. So we just want to uh, make everything ready and just right for our guest coming in. Proverbs 31. The Bible says here, who can find a virtuous woman? That word virtuous carries the idea of uh, army force. Uh, army force. That, that's what a mother is. The, the, re, the Greek word says it means ability, efficiency, wealth, and strength. Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. Understand that Solomon was a builder. He, he understood the cost of precious stones. And he, he, he priced a virtuous woman's cost at the highest of all the stones that was ever formed by God. Rubies. The heart of her husband do it safely trust in her. So that he shall have no need of spoil. Right. She will do him good and not evil. Yes, Your mama isn't evil. Right. You can't think of what she's doing to you as evil. Right. Because the Bible says she will do him good and not evil. Our husband and our children all the days of our lives. Yes. Let's drop over here to verses uh, 26. You're welcome to read the entire chapter. She openeth our mouths with wisdom, and in our tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of our household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Our children rise up and call her blessed, our husband also, and he praiseth her. You, we can never honor our mothers, our spouse enough. We can never honor them enough. I've said, and I said a hundred times here, I tell my wife how beautiful she is, how much I love her. Three things, and thank you for giving me three children. And from that, offsprings, grandchildren. Thank God for godly, godly sisters in our church. In the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 20. I preached so many times on this subject, so you're going to hear it again. Praise the Lord. The Bible said there's never no new things under the sun. Matthew chapter 20. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons, worshiping him and desiring a certain thing of him. And he said unto her, What will thou? And she said unto him, Grant that these my two sons may sit the one on the right hand and the other on the left in thy kingdom. But Jesus answered and said, He know not what he asked. Are ye able to drink of the cup that I drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And this is a response of James and John, James the greater, not the lesser. 
And they said unto him, We are able. And he said unto them, Ye shall drink indeed of my cup, and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them of whom it is prepared of my Father. What a passage here. Beautiful passage for a Mother's Day sermon. And um, I'm sure you'll be blessed this morning and encouraged. If you have a need, would you slip your hands up? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we indeed are so grateful, Lord. Hearts full of gratitude and thanksgiving to you. To enable us to get up this morning and put our clothes on. And to lift our hands up to you and to worship you. Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Master. For there's never been another human being, another person on earth like you, Lord. There's none like you. We can search the whole world over. We can never find one like you. In your glory, in your majesty, in your humility, and in your kingship. You're above all, in all, and through all. We lift up your matchless name, Lord, and And let you know how much we adore you and admire you. You're the greatest of all. We pray, God, you'll bless us this morning as we journey through the pages of your word. These are your words. They're not mine. They're not any man's. They're your own words. We have read back to you today. So we ask you to give us the inspiration as we embark on some of these passages Give us the anointing, Lord, and the ability to speak as an oracle of God. To speak a language that the people will understand what you're saying in this passage. Lord, you see the hands that were uplifted. We pray that you'll meet every need, every prayer request behind every hand. Heal the sick amongst us. Touch the minds of your people, Lord. We pray that you'll build a parapet around each family. Guard their minds, their spirits. And help them today, I pray. Have your way in the service. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning. Praise the Lord. Michael, it's good to see you. Always good to see you. So my brother over here, I love him so much. He keeps coming back because I keep screaming at him. And he loves it. You know, when he was down in Athens, he, he enjoyed hearing the messages Brother Greg would give him in the cassette tapes back then. And he would listen to them, and he finally told Brother Greg, you, you need to give me some of that, those messages of that man that just keeps screaming at me. I like it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So I see he still loves me after almost 30, what, 30 years. Amen. We love you so much and your family. God bless you, Michael. Yeah. One day we'll be together yeah. at God's grace. Lord is good to us, isn't he? I, I want to speak on the heart of real mothers this morning. On the teaching of Moses in 1956, uh, Brother Branham, our prophet, made this statement. And, you know, I love to still call Brother Branham's name. He, he was a wonderful, honorable man. I sometimes get a little offended when brothers just, the prophet said, the prophet said. We know he's a prophet, but we know he was given a name also. So we thank God for our precious Brother Branham. If there's nothing any sweeter, there's nothing any sweeter on earth that we know of than a real Christian mother. God bless her gallant soul, a real, real mother. 
But we got so many substitutes today that's called mother. That's not mother. They're just women who have children, but not mothers. Could you imagine in today's political society how this will come across? It is not politically correct, but it's the word of God. Old-fashioned mothers, one who cares for our family. And don't lay out to these uh, lounges and dances and all night long smoking, drinking, and come in. She don't deserve that uh, sacred name of mother. She's just a woman, that's all. That's raising a child, but not a mother. Because mother has a great, got a different meaning to it. I think that a mother should be respected every day the same. That's right. A real mother. But this day we call Mother's Day is nothing in the world but a big commercial nonsense. Just to drain people of money. Don't you just love Brother Branham? I mean, he just flat tells the truth. This is why I don't understand why people get uh, offended in me preaching. I'm not as rude as he is. I'm not as blunt as he is. I'm not as cutting as he is. But I mean, if you, if you want the truth, listen to the message of the hour. But he just puts it down just like he calls it for what it is. It's nothing in the world but a bunch of commercial nonsense just to drain people of the money. It's a disgrace to mother. A mother's day for, for one, once a year, well, you, you, you don't go to see her. But we will send her a little bunch of flowers and that'll settle it. That's not mother. My goodness. A real mother is a mother that's one that, you, that raised you and you love her and you, you see her and talk to her all the time. Express your love to her all the time. Not just one day in the year. But isn't this what it came down to? A world that is just all geared towards commercialism. They've capitalized on every area, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Christmas, Easter. They've capitalized on bringing money into family and manners. The same thing the denominations have done. They've taken religion and has branded it to where you have to be of a certain brand. And it's all what you call the economics behind all of it. It's a sad picture of the entire world. However, this morning we're speaking about... uh, Uh, The mothers, the heart of real mothers. Now, I believe that motherhood is uh, the greatest calling in the world. Do you believe that? The world for tomorrow is what the mothers of today make it according to the way that they raise their children. Picture here in our text is the mother of Zebedee's uh, children, The mother of James and John. James the greater and John. They were precious, precious men. Uh, We notice that the Bible did not indicate in this passage their mother's name. However, I was able to look it up. And her name is Salome, also pronounced Salome, meaning uh, peaceful. Peaceful, it means Peaceful. Cameron, you will love this. Shalom. It means shalom. This is what defines a mother. She may be raging like a river many times, 
But deep underneath the current of our lives, she is peaceful. She may be angry. She may be mad as a hornet. She may be, she can turn the world upside down with her frown and her demeanor and her expression. But deep down inside of her, her name means shalom. In this passage of scriptures, I see some wonderful, wonderful truths about Christian uh, motherhood. How can we ever in this passage criticize or condemn any mother for wanting the best for our children? We see here in this context this morning, uh, Shalom coming to Jesus and, and, and desiring uh, not for herself, but for our children, the children of our own body. She sinks deeper than uh, her husband and any other member of the body. A mother always uh, have our children on the forefront of our mind. Here this mother was concerned about uh, our children and the kingdom of God. She didn't run to Jesus and ask Jesus to uh, pray that uh, they will become entrepreneurs and, and great men of name and statue and, and, and ambition in this world. But if you understand the desire of a real mother is that, that she can bring our children closer to Jesus Christ as the same relationship that she, he has, she has with our Lord. She was not asking for any favor for herself, but was unselfish. This is the number one uh, key virtue of a godly, real godly mother with, with a heart that loves her children. She, she, has, no, no, uh, she has no selfishness in her. She, she gives everything to our children. She is unselfish. She had her children on her heart when she came to Jesus. And we can see much by seeing exactly what this mother was desiring and asking of the Lord. Can I give you a few um, things that she desired that I saw from this text? Number one, this mother worshipped Jesus Christ. Number one, she was a worshiper of Jesus Christ. The Bible said she came worshiping Jesus Christ. If you ever want to get anything from Christ, you've got to worship him. And if she was going to ever be an example to her two sons was, she wanted them to see that she was unashamed of Jesus Christ. She was unashamed of the gospel. In a world where people are ashamed to mention Jesus Christ in public, the Bible says that this woman came publicly before all people and worshipped Jesus Christ. She recognized the power and authority of God. She knew of his kingdom and his kingship. Hallelujah. She recognized the power that was inside of him. She saw him not as an ordinary man, but God indwelling in a body called Jesus Christ. She knew his kingship and his kingdom. Therefore, she wanted her sons to share in this favor. It's like, if this is a great man, this is what my sons ought to be like. 
a spiritual man, a man of dignity, a man of power over unclean spirits that can heal the sick and cast out devils and help dying humanity. She wanted her sons to be ambitious in the things that was eternal. And what a rewarding request that she made to Jesus Christ. Number two, this woman wanted her children to live close to Jesus Christ. And what better goal could any mother or parent have for their children than to follow and live close to Jesus Christ? She wanted this. She wanted this. She wanted our two boys to be close to Jesus Christ. She asked that one may sit on the right hand and on the left hand. I think, mothers, this is a challenge for you today. It's your desire that your children be close to Jesus Christ. If there's ever an idol, if there's ever a person you want them to follow and idolize, it's Jesus Christ. She was making sure she implemented in their minds, she ingrained in their minds that if you want to be like anybody in the world, be like Jesus. Be close to Jesus. Serve Jesus. Live for Jesus. This mother was asking the best, the highest, and the finest for her children. Do you believe it? I believe we have mothers here who take time to cry out to Almighty God because you want the best, the highest, and the finest for your child. The best thing you can give them, the highest thing you can give them, and the finest thing you can give them is to give them Jesus Christ. Because when you place them into God's hand, hallelujah, they're in the right position that they need to be. She was expecting great things for them. She wanted them to be identified as the friends and servants of Jesus Christ, the master. She wanted to share with her colleagues that my two boys are friends with Jesus Christ. They are close to Jesus. They are servants to Jesus. And I say to you mothers, I'm sure that's the ultimate desires of your hearts. That your children will be servants to Jesus Christ. Serving in their home. Serving their family. Serving in the church. Being a part of the fellowship of the body of Christ. It's the greatest thing you can ask for your heritage. My. Number three, this mother was an obedient mother. In Matthew chapter 27 and verses 35, if you'll turn it with me, it says, And many women were there beholding afar off which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him, uh, uh, unto him amongst which was Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James and Hosea and uh, the mother of Zebedee's uh, children. You see, the, the scripture tells us that she was one of the many women who followed Jesus Christ and ministered unto him. She was a Christian mother. 
This mother was an obedient mother. The Bible says there that followed Jesus from Galilee and ministering unto him. She wasn't just singing about Jesus, talking about Jesus. She was serving in our church. She was serving in our position. She was serving in the body of Christ. And yes, I'm glad you asked, how can you serve Jesus the way you serve your family and serve your community and serve in your church is how you serve Jesus Christ this morning. Yes. Wouldn't our world be a better place today if more mothers would be obedient to God who desire the blessings and power of God upon their lives? In Matthew 27, it says, Many women were there beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him. What can I do for Jesus? What can I do for Jesus? Like the little washwoman in Illinois, uh, Chicago, who went and rented a little building and washed clothes on, in a tub, in a, in a little old scrubbing wooden board, uh, washed clothes so she can save her money to rent a building, to invite a preacher so she can do something for Jesus Christ. And one night stumbling into that building was only one little boy that wheezed through his nose when he talked. He did not even have the ability to speak. And that was Dwight Moody. And he found himself on the altar that night and got saved. And out of that life sent millions of souls to the kingdom of God. Mothers, you ask, what can I do? There's lots to do. Hallelujah. You can come here and have prayer meetings. You can start by coming to church on Wednesday nights. You can start by coming early to church and start a prayer meeting. You see, the burden of the leadership of the church is not just on the pastor and on the song leader. You have a part to play in the ministry of God. You believe it? Hallelujah. Number four, this woman was a great example of uh, intercessor. She went to Jesus on behalf of her children. We need more intercessor. We don't need to turn a deaf ear and a blind eye in the directions that our children are going. We have an intercessor. We have a mediator between God and man. His name is Jesus. We have a relationship there to where we have direct connection between earth and heaven. And we can connect with Jesus. We need intercessors in the church. You believe that? She went to Jesus on behalf of her children. She didn't get on the telephone line and call so-called friends. She didn't try to unload all of our pain and our burden and our suffering on humanity. Even though that is good sometimes. She knew this takes supernatural intervention. Hallelujah. I say this morning, people of God, mothers, you've got a relationship that's beyond mortal, our mortal flesh. She was concerned about their welfare. She was concerned about their safety, their security, and most importantly, she was concerned about their salvation. She didn't worry about Facebook and Instagram and social media. She went straight to the media, a connection between her and God. She had a direct connection into heaven. There's no media as powerful as the median of prayer. She prayed to Jesus 
to take care of those that was dear to our heart. As a mother of 70 children had faith to soul, I challenge all mothers during this Mother's Day, believe and pray for your family and your children. You believe that? Believe and pray for your family and your children. Be concerned for their salvation and spiritual well-being. Be an example, one that honors and worships God. Ask God for his best for your children and then believe that it's done. Hallelujah. I want them safe. I want them filled with the Holy Ghost. I want to see them in church. I want to see them become preachers and deacons. I want to see my daughters serve in the church as Sunday school teachers, as leaders over, over special events, as part of the body of Christ serving in the, in the church of God. I believe in community. I believe in community. We are a community. I believe in a unified body of Christ. The Bible said one can put a thousand, but two can chase them thousand to flight. Hallelujah. Realize your sole purpose in this life is not just to come here, but to be one that brings forth heritage that will help build the kingdom of God. You're not building the church for Joseph Hammond. You're not here serving for me. You're building a kingdom that will last throughout eternity. You're helping a church that will save souls. Hallelujah. People that are dying in the world that's looking for help. People we pass on the streets that we think have no hope and don't even look like a Christian. This is what this church is all about. Reaching out in our community. You believe it. Ask God for the best for your children and then believe that it's done. As God can empower them and give them the wisdom. Get rid of the small thinking mentality and begin to think like God thinks. The Bible said he's omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent. Hallelujah. He's present at all times. He knows everything that needs to be known. And he's all powerful. You believe that? Yes, I believe in a God like that. Then everybody quits the church. Let people go whatever directions. Let these message churches, amen, quit teaching on evangelism. I'm going to raise up Jesus Christ in the church. Hallelujah. I'm going to raise him up so high until I bring condemnation to people like the Pharisees and Sadducees that can go beyond the camp and reach out into a world and bring those people in. Hallelujah. We're so quick to condemn. We're so quick to call people out. We're so quick to put them in categories because they don't look like us. They don't act like us. They don't talk like us. But how? How do you know there isn't a seed laying there? How do you know on on the outside of that old rough-looking figure there isn't a predestinated seed that God is using somebody to penetrate that seed of God that will change the outside? You believe it? That old cussing neighbor, that old gal that lived next door, oh, that you condemn for being in pants and, and shorts and, and makeup and lipstick, and you think, oh, my, they're going to hell. Well, brother, let me ask you something. Why don't you save them from hell? 
Oh, we in the message, we send more people to hell than we do to heaven. But I'm here to tell you, I preach more, amen, on hell because I'm trying to save people from that place. You believe it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't hear hell being preached in a message anymore. It's all about our theophany and our body change. But I'm going down to hell to get some souls. Because Jesus, the Bible said, he went down after his death. The first place he went wasn't heaven. He went into hell. Hallelujah. The Bible said he went into hell and preached to the souls that are in prison. I said we need some more preaching parents in God's house that will lift up Jesus Christ so high that the old people out there that's living in condemnation will come and join us and say, oh, this is God's house. You believe it? Praise his mighty name. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. The heart of a real mother knows everything about her child. She knows their likes and dislikes. She knows their joys and sorrows. She knows their troubles, their failures, and their triumphs. The thing that she does not know, she takes the time to find out. They, if they are hurting, she'll find out why. If they're in trouble, she'll find out why. If they are acting peculiar, she'll investigate. About all the real mothers in the world, the one that is more recognized is the one that have a heart of compassion. About all the real mother knows Everything about her children because she has spent time on her knees before God. And what they don't tell her, God will tell her. And I want to tell you something, children. Your mama knows more than you will tell them. Because somewhere in the presence of God, she is connected, hallelujah, in a supernatural atmosphere with Almighty. You believe it? When she doesn't know, she asks for wisdom. When she doesn't know how to fix the problem, she asks for guidance. And above all, she asks for grace. God, have grace and have compassion. This is not the end of Junior. This is not the end of Mary. This is not the finished product. They may not have gotten destructed along the way, but this is not the finished product. I'm praying that you'll bring them to that place. She realizes that no matter how good a job she has done in raising our children, there will be times where only the Heavenly Father can help. Therefore, she takes her children to the Lord and leave it there. She bears their burdens and their hearts, heartaches and pain, and she takes it to Jesus Christ. Wonderful mothers. Wonderful mothers. The heart, the heart of a real mother. But you know, there's some serious sides about mothers that I've just dwelled on. But I'm going to just shift gears just for a moment to dwell on some of the unique, strange people that a mother is. They sometimes do things that appears. Just crazy. 
that when we don't understand, Brother Jonathan, why is mama doing this? She indeed is a funny creature, a silly person, one that acts outside of the ordinary. You cannot pinpoint a mother's ability. She is so special. Mothers are unique and strange. They do strange things. You're really a mother when you count the number of sparkles on each child's cupcake to make sure they're equal. I want to see how many are qualified. You're really a mother when you hide in a bathroom to be alone. Can I get a big amen? You're really a mother when the, 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 uh, you master the art of placing food on the plate without touching anything touching. Are you with me this morning? Because when food begins to touch, it grows some kids out. So you master the art of knowing how to separate the food without it being touching. You're really a mom when your child insists that you read once upon a party out loud in the lobby of the doctor's office. And you did. Amen. You're really a mom when you have a babysitter because you and your spouse want a quiet evening out for dinner together without the kids. Then you spend half the night asking about and checking on the kids. You're really a mom. You're really a mom when you, uh, when you bear, when you, when you, when you can't bear to give away baby clothes because it's so fun. You're really a mom. A few testimonies of a mother's lighter side. You've heard me give these before. A woman invited some people for dinner. And at the table, she turned to her six-year-old daughter and said, Would you like to say the blessing? I wouldn't know what to say, Mama. The little girl replied. Just say what you hear Mama said. The mother said to the girl. The girl bowed her head and said, Dear God, why on earth did I invite all these people for dinner? (laughs) You see, children perceive things so literal. You have to be so careful what you say. Our granddaughter, uh, Adeline Cage, would tell her teacher that I get spanked all the time because my mama gave me something to cry about. What she really means is if you don't stop crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. But mama spanks me every day to give me something to cry about. You see, kids are very literal and they're very real. A six-year-old Angie and four-year-old brother Joel was sitting together in church. Joel giggled, sang, and talked out loud. Finally, his big sister had enough. She said to him, you're not supposed to talk out loud in church. He replied, why? Who's going to stop me? Joel asked. And she pointed to the back of the church and said, those two men standing by the door, they're hushers. Listen, kids are amazing. 
When a mother saw a thunderstorm forming in the mid-afternoon, she worried about her seven-year-old daughter who would be walking the three blocks from the school to home. Deciding to meet her, the mother saw her daughter walking nonchalantly along, stopping to smile whenever lightning flashed. Seeing her mother, the little girl ran to her, explaining happily, All the way home, God's been taking my picture. <laughs> you see, their mind, the mother has that, she has that joy of uh, being with her children and enjoying these moments. A mother was reading the Bible stories uh, to her young son, and she read, The man named Lot was warned to take his wife and flee out of the city. But his wife looked back and was turned to salt. The son asked, well, what happened to the flea? Because God asked him to take his wife and the flea out of the city. You see, they are very literal. Better be careful what you Model in front of your children. A mother took a bright eight-year-old child to be tested by the speech teacher and to give an analogies to describe the falling difference. Speech teacher, what's the difference between an oak tree and a Christmas tree? Child response, one has leaves and the other has needles. Teacher's response, very good. What's the difference between a saucer and a plate. The child responded, one flies and the other doesn't. <laughs> Be careful how you throw plates around the house. On the first day of school, the kindergarten teacher said, if anyone has to go to the bathroom, hold two fingers, hold up two fingers. A sweet little voice from the back of the room asked, how will that help? <laughs> a three-year-old put his shoes on by himself, and his mother noticed the left was on the right foot, and she said, son, your shoes are on the wrong feet. He looked up at her with a raised brow and said, don't kid me, mom. I know they're on my feet. How would it be on the wrong feet? It's on my feet. Children understand. You see, children understand. Let me, let me close by this. A three-year-old boy went with his dad to see a litter of kittens. Uh, on returning home, he breathlessly informed his mother there were two boy kittens and three uh, girl kittens. How did you know that? His mother asked. Well, daddy picked them up and looked under. And then he replied, I think it might have been printed on the bottom. I love children. I love their innocence. I love their innocence. Attending a wedding for the first time, a little girl whispered to her mother, why is the bride dressed in white? Her mom rep replied, because white is the color of happiness, and today is the happiest day of our life. Our mother tried to explain, keeping it simple. The child thought about it for a moment and then asked, so why then is the groom wearing black? 
If he's happy, shouldn't, if she's happy, shouldn't they both be equally happy? Somebody's mad and somebody's happy here. A little boy went to the store with his grandmother. On the way home, he was looking at the things she had purchased. He found a package of osiery and began to sound out the words, queen size. He then looked at his grandmother and exclaimed, look, grandma, you wear the same size as our waterbed. A Sunday school teacher asked our class, does anyone here know what we mean by sins of omission? omission?" A little girl replies, yes, yes. I know the sins that we are supposed to commit, but didn't. It's amazing. The heart of a real mother are priceless. All that I am or ever hope to be, I owe to my angel mother, said Abraham Lincoln. And of all the rights of women, the greatest is to be a mother, said Ling Youngton. The most important thing in the world a father can do for his children is to love their mother. A mother understands what a child does not say. Even though it is never easy for the heart of a real mother, it was, and if it ever was going to be easy, it would never have started with something called labor. To be in your children's memory tomorrow, you must be in their lives today. And here are some facts of experiencing real motherhood as I come to a close. The joy of motherhood... What a mother experiences when all the children are finally in bed. Any child can tell you that the sole purpose of a middle name is so he can tell when he's really in trouble. Grandparents are similar to the piece of string, handy to have around, Brother Mark, Sister Kelly, and easy to wrap around the fingers of the grandchildren. A child outgrows your lap, but never outgrows your heart. And there are three ways to get something done. Do it yourself, hire somebody to do it, and forbid your children to do it. Otherwise, your plants are never going to be watered. You know, the only people in the world who are always sure about the proper way to raise children are those that never had any. Cleaning your house while your kids are at home is like trying to shovel uh, your driveway on a snowy day. Money isn't everything, but it sure keeps the kids around. Abstinence is the age which children stop taking uh, asking questions because they know all the answers. An alarm clock is a device for waking up people who don't have small children. Amen. Big amen for Everly Rose. Amen. 5.30. You can go back up in the room and the curtain is pulled. And you say, baby, what are you doing? I'm just checking to see if it's morning. Okay. No wonder kids are confused today. Half the adults tell them to find themselves, and the other half tell them to get lost. 
We live in a corrupt world, isn't it? The person hardest to convince that they're at the retirement age or children at bedtime. Can I get a big amen? In closing, as our musicians come, love fades, youth fades, love droops, the leaves of friendship fall, but a mother's secret love outlives them all. In Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 15, can a mother forget her suckling child? That she should not have compassion on the son of her womb? Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. The heart of a real mother, love for her children is undying. It will last through time. It will last through distance. It will last through heartaches. It will last through difficulties. The heart of a real mother love is seen through sacrifices, giving, and patience. The heart of a real mother looks beyond shortcomings, mistakes, and bad choices. It deems it more profitable to pray and believe for positive changes in our children. And in the end, Proverbs 31, 38, the Bible says, And our children... Rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. I want to say to all of you mothers, God bless you. Happy Mother's Day. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he gives you, give you the grace to, uh, to press on and to endure and to do and to give. As you always have. The least rewarding jobs on earth is to be a mother and to be a pastor. That's exactly right. Because you get all the blame and all the junk dumped on you. And everything else. And you're left with everything to carry the burden and the care for the family. Imagine that. You men, imagine as I close. Having to get up in the middle of the night. I remember when, uh, when Naomi... Naomi Joanna was born. You know, she's my baby, if you don't know. And I, I promise, I loved her so much when I knew she was coming. Uh, Bethany and Wesley and, and Bethany, you know, in the years I was pastoring evangelists, I didn't have that privilege to be with them. So I was like a kid, just waiting to have a kid. I was so excited now. I was full-time in the ministry, still working at the, the uh, office there at the church and then at the home. But I knew I'd still be able to see the baby. I remember I made a pact with her. Oh, I'm going to take care of that baby. I'm going to spoil that baby. And I did. And I'm going to get up in the middle of the night with that baby. And I remember the night that it was my turn. And I, the next day, she, I was up, you know, the next morning we got up. And, man, I tell you what, I felt so proud of myself because all night long, the baby didn't give any trouble. I slept like a baby. I got up and told Sister Dia, I'm so proud of my uh, Naomi. She didn't wake up one time last night. She said, no, that's not the problem. You were sleeping too deep. I got up several times and changed that diaper, changed her, and put all the cream on her and everything. And you slept sound. Don't never make the mistake I make. When you're in sweet sleep and got to be awoken, it's not an easy thing. But you imagine coming out of a sweet, nice the Bible talk about it. Sweet sleep. Oh man, you're stumbling around. Where's the door? 
diaper. I put many diapers on backwards. Amen. But thank God for our mothers. Can we give them all a big, loud round of applause? God bless you. Those of you watching the service, God bless you, mamas. Your aching heart, your sorrows, your, uh, your relentless uh, journey and labor of love for your family. God bless you. I mean it from the depths of my heart. May the Lord bless you real good. Shall we all stand? Hallelujah. Let's sing a little song, and then I'm going to have my wife to come up here. And we've got some roses up here we'd like to give some of you sisters if you'll come up. And uh, we'll, we'll give you some roses to take home. You appreciate the Lord? How many got plans with your mama today? Praise the Lord. You take her out and you spoil her. Amen. You treat her nice. And if you didn't get to be with her, call her, send her a text, tell her how much you love her. Every time that she made you mad, every time she didn't agree with you, and also for every time she brushed back all the tears, change your diapers, and still carry your mess today. Hallelujah. When they're little, you carry them on your lap. When they become adults, you carry them on your heart. An aching mother's heart. God bless you, godly mothers. Let's sing. It's a little song. I have a roof up above me. I have a good place to sleep. There is food on, on my, my table. table, and there is shoes on, on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. Oh. have children in church. God bless you. And those that haven't, they're coming in Jesus' name. You're blessed today. You're blessed today. Your children are coming. You do believe that, don't you? That someone sent me a nasty email and left the church. That's not the way to leave a church. But pastor, you told me that my children are going to be saved. They're further in the world. I said, the Bible said, thou in thy house shall be saved. Not me. Well, you said that God's going to do this and God didn't, God didn't do it. Well, you haven't believed. You got to believe for your household. You got to hold on for your household. Hey, they're going to come. They may have some knots in their head. They might be limping, but they're coming. But we cross the finish line. We're going to cross the finish line in a perfect body. Not limping, no scars, no heartaches, no records of sin. Come on now. Hallelujah. All our slates are wiped clean. And the Lord's going to say to us, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Enter into the joys of the Lord. Is that what you want? Is that your heart's desire? God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for raising these children. Thank you for giving to uh, the, the church for your sacrifices. Thank you for blessing the body of Christ. May the Lord bless you real good. We love you very much. Hallelujah. As they play that, would you come, honey? Amen.
I'd like for you moms to come. I don't know you're going to divide all this flour, but we're going we're gonna to give it. You'll come. I think we got enough for every, every lady in here. So you'll come up. God bless you. Sing a few more songs if you don't mind. You know any mama songs? No, you don't know any mama songs. Sister does, you know. Hallelujah. I like them tear-jerking songs. Sometimes when I get sad, I kind of like to hear something, you know, that's kind of put you in that mood. Tears come down your eyes. Praise the Lord. Thank God for our mothers. Amen. Come, sister. If we'll have our mothers come up, please. Up above me, I'm a good place. God bless you. Food on my table, there is shoes on my feet. You gave me love, Lord, and a fine family. Oh, I thank I you.
God bless you. Shalom to our streaming audience. God bless you. This is our prayer. Praise the Lord. Isn't God good?